Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Luke Cartman Show. It's good to be here with you all during the end of civilization. I saw today that there is a brand new cryptocurrency on the market, and it is Pokemon themed. It is called the Charizard token. So now we have cartoon dragons that have their own currency. This planet this planet has about three weeks until it explodes. It's the end of the world as we know it. And let's not forget the lessons that this pandemic has taught us. This pandemic has showed us that when society literally collapses, that all people want is their bellies full and their assholes clean. And they will bite your grandmother in a supermarket if she gets in the way. Let us not forget that. Let us not forget the medical experts that were on Facebook during the pandemic, dropping knowledge. Let us not forget the selfishness showed by people that when push comes to shove, and when it all falls down, all they care about is themselves. It's the end of the world as we know it. I gotta be honest, I wasn't that surprised by the behavior, but take note of the behavior. These people are all around you who will hit on you in a heartbeat. You might be around some of those people right now. And make no mistake, some of them are your friends and family. They are all around you. We literally have maybe three weeks until this planet just completely implodes on itself. I'm surprised we've made it as far as we have. There's a reason, a reason, a reason. <laughs> I did that out. I have a brand new microphone before we go any further. And I'm really excited about it, to be honest. It seems a bit more like a professional broadcast. I have to be honest. You know, I did try to record the episode yesterday and I was a bit fucked up. I gotta be honest. The, I had a couple of beers. Let's call it what it is. Let's be completely transparent and honest here during as we don't have much time left. You know. I had a couple of beers, maybe one, maybe three. And it fucked me up a little bit. So I went to bed. I couldn't do a broadcast and talk to the people and talk about currencies. And our society is completely damaged to the point where it's irreversible. You know, but I'm back today. Got a little bit of a tan on. Walking from work. Got a belly full of chicken and salad because I'm healthy. And yes, I've got a red cup with a drink in it. I know it's not alcohol. It should be. Lord knows this should be hardcore whiskey in this cup right now. But it's drinking juice. I thought, what, it's drinking juice? I'm drinking juice. Edit this out. I know it's probably quite hard to take someone serious talking about how society is over when they're drinking juice out of a cup, you know? This is a comedy podcast, people. There's all types of twists and turns involved in this shit. You know, but I'm having a good time. I feel happy. Um, I'm really glad 
that there is that people spare no expense when posting inspirational quotes on social media. I love it. We need more of it, to be honest. We need more inspirational quotes in this world, to be quite fair. I saw one the other day, and let me read this off you. It says, you are the driver of your own life. Don't let anyone else steal your seat. This is the knowledge that is being dropped at us on a daily basis to pump us up. You're the driver of your own life. Don't let anyone steal your seat. So what do you think the government has done to your ass? Not only did they steal your seat, but they strapped you to the car and drove it into a river. You're the driver of your own life. Most of you are barely awake. Let's be very honest here. What control do you think you have? And I know you make decisions and I know you can do a TikTok dance if you want and go down the beach and party with your friends. I know it's all on you. But is it really? The government has you by the balls. Me also. That's why I'm trying to get rich. So I don't have to deal with these people as much. Don't let anyone steal your seat. But see, the same people who write these quotes will kick your mother in the face for some rigatoni pasta. Will fight people for some toilet paper because they want the asshole clean. And I respect that. You do need the clean asshole. But you're going to fight a crowd of people to get that? Animals. These people who post these quotes are living in hell. They are five minutes away from doing heroin. And they're trying to pump you up with very vague and stupid advice. And it comes from very vague and stupid people. Let me tell you something. If you are out there posting inspirational quotes on social media of any kind, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, and mostly Facebook, there is no hope for you in life. You are truly done. You are a shell of a human being. You have done something bad. What did you do? Let's take a look under the floorboards now. Who's in the closet? Who did you kill? Why are you trying to do this to people? What are you searching for exactly? I do not trust people who are constantly positive, but like, it's like a fake positive. It's like, why you put out your get back in? Really? I believed that once. Then I learned about the atrocities that go on in the world. About the demons that run this shit. About how life is a living hell. And yes, it's great sometimes. And we should cherish those moments because, you know, you might get hit by a car tomorrow. And Lord knows most of you should. I got hit by a car when I was younger. 14 years old, hit by a car when I was drunk. And you know what? I deserved it. I deserved every bit of that 50 miles an hour straight into my hip. Every single bit of it. I was walking around like an asshole. Drunk, thinking the world was great and it was full of sunshine and birds chirping. How wrong was I? I needed that car to hit me at high speeds 
and for me to fly over the bonnet. And to add insult to injury, the car drove off. It was a hit and run. Didn't even stop to see if I was okay. And they shouldn't have. These people didn't know me, but they probably felt the energy when they hit me that this is a, this kid's fucked up. Maybe this will steer him on the right tracks. And you know what? It didn't. I carried on for two years in my ways. But then I changed. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like a prolonged effect or it takes a while to hit you. One of those, whatever the word is I'm searching for here, let's not split ears. Let me tell you what. Having orange juice in a red cup is just as effective on this podcast, I'm just realizing. You know, I was starting to think maybe I should get into like the hard liquor again. You know, when I would come on here, there'd be a different assortments, arrangements of beers that would be put in this cup. And I won't name them because then I'll cut me a check right now. But I was thinking about switching from the old beer into something a little bit more harder. Like my old friend, Jack Daniels. Let's get the Tennessee liquid in here. Because then things are really going to get wild. Then I'm going to start really calling people out. Putting everyone on notice. Then I'm going to say some wild shit. That might come back on me in a few years to come. But who cares? Cancel culture is not real to begin with. It's all an illusion. This whole fucking planet's an illusion. Cartoon dragons have their own currency. What is your excuse? I'll tell you what, it's motivated me to try and get the court coin really going. If a fucking fake dragon from Pokemon has got its own currency, I make no mistake, people are going to make millions from this. Millions from this Charizard token. How do I get involved? That's the question. How do I get involved in this crypto world? How can I invest in some Charizard token? How can I start seeing a return on some Ethereum or some Bitcoin? I don't know anything about this world. I might have a look, dip my toes in this crypto world. I got to start making some money here. This factory wage slip ain't doing much for me, people. I, I need a new source of income. I'm not making money from the podcast right now. You know, I, what's the word I'm looking for? I say to my listeners, share the content, share the clip, share the episode, subscribe to the Luke Cartman show. Do these things to help the show along, to help me along. For the free content that I provide you weekly, you take a shit on my face. And don't help move this along. What have I done to you? Is it because I come on here and shout to you every week? You know, there's been some weeks where I haven't. And it's not always directed at you specifically. Just people in general. But do me a favor. Can you stop shitting on my face? And share the clips, the episodes. Anytime you see something I posted, can you share it, please? Is that too much to ask? Or are you too busy eating pasta? And wiping your ass with some toilet paper you stole off the back of a lorry. I see you fuckers out there. And I'm not a snitch, so I'm not going to call you out. 
Let's make no mistake. It was very lucrative, this pandemic, for a lot of people. Selling kilos of pasta, as many toilet rolls as you want. Help yourself out. I got a lifetime supply here. I never snitched on you people, and yet you still fucking defy me. I've cursed a lot in the first 50 minutes of this episode. I know YouTube's not going to like it. You know, I think it's something like, if you curse in the first 10 minutes, and it's not going to help you. And who gives a fuck at this point? I'm amped up, people. I got to invest in Charizard token. What was I talking about before that debacle? You know, I mean, like these inspirational quotes. The only inspirational quote that you'll ever need, and I want you to listen to me here, is life is too short. Life is too short. And thank God it is. This place is hell for a lot of people. You know, some of you deserve it. Let's be real. Listen, I didn't do it. You did it. Okay? Life is too short. You should spend it doing things that make you happy. Spending it with your loved ones, the bear you love you back. Go out for a good meal if you can get through the rioting and the looting. Do something fun. Go for a swim. Maybe you'll get eaten by a shark. Maybe you won't. Take the chance. That's what life is about. Taking chances. It's not about stopping people from stealing your seat. Because you're the driver. What are you driving exactly? People say that and they won't take responsibility for their lives. You're in full control. Really? So how do you explain where you ended up? Can't even pay your bills, about to get evicted. Because you like betting on horses a little too much. Because you enjoy a lager a little too much. You are, if you are the driver, you know, change directions. Indicate left and go left. Instead of being... Most people out here are like, they're like the drivers of the Titanic. Going full speed into an iceberg. Let's be very real here. Most of you are. And I think for a lot of people, that iceberg looks kind of, it looks like freedom. You're like, I've been on this sinking ship for a long time now. Damn, that iceberg looks beautiful. If only I just... Crashed into it. You know what I mean? I love the inspirational quote people. I gotta be honest. I love them just as much as I love the boomers. That delightful bunch. The bunch that literally hates everything and everybody. They hate everything. They hate themselves. They hate their families. They hate the fact they had to raise their children. They hate the fact that people talk to them. They hate anyone who is moving forward in their life. They ain't got time for nothing. They want out of here. I was with some boomers recently. 
And I have I have observed boomers quite a lot uh, over my life, to be honest. And what I love is they'll watch these shows like about like real estate. And, you know, this couple is going to buy a property. I think the show's like Homes Under the Hammer. That's a big one in the boomer community. Uh, excuse me. They are, uh, and they'll watch this show. A couple of shows up, they got 800K. They want to spend, get a new house. They're going to retire. And, you know, they find a six bedroom house. There's, by the way, the realtors, these agents, they always take it right to the top of the budget, if not a bit over. Because they want to milk every little penny out of you. They want a fat commission. So they can go to Magaluf and do cocaine all day. And I respect that. Get your money. Do your lines. Who cares? You only live once. And now what you idiots say. So they'll show up. 800K. Raid the goal. Six bedroom house. Pull out the back. There's land. Beautiful. Luxury home. And boomers will sit there and say, oh, I don't like that. Oh, it's too big. Oh, who's going to cut the grass? That pool's too big. Who's going to clean that? Oh, I don't like the beams in the, in the house. There's no shops nearby. Where am I going to get a, a loaf of bread? Where am I going to get a pint of milk? Yet they live in a cardboard box in a crime-infested area. And they're fucking mad at these people. That they can afford to spend 800K on a luxury home. They will sit there and hate on it. They're bastards, these boomers. They, they will watch something like, like they will ask, where, well, where am I going to get a pint of milk? Buy a cow. Where am I going to get a loaf of bread? Pay someone to get it for you. There's ways around this. You can't stay in this poor mentality and live in an 800K house. That's not how it works. If you want to live in an 800K house and be rich, you have to think like a rich person. You have to do what the rich do. But the majority of us as people, as human beings, uh, we have been wired incorrectly. Our brain is fucked. We have behaviors that we have learned and need to unlearn. If you ever want to reach the pinnacle, if you ever want true change in your life, you must unwire yourself. You are a robot with a few wires crossed. And some of you, the circuits are completely blown and there's no, there's no wires to put there. Some of you are completely asleep, sizzled from the years of bad food, drugs, and alcohol. And listen, I've enjoyed all three of those things in my life, but not for a long time. So now I've come to the other side. Now I feel like I have the right to shout at everyone about it. You know what I mean? Um, what was my point then? These fucking boomers. They just... I wish this world would just go boom. These fucking people. Enough. Anyway, what was my fucking point before I went on that tangent? Uh, I want to get into, by the way, I hope that um, the uh, sound quality is good on this 
uh, episode. Obviously, this is the first episode with the brand new microphone. Um, I did a 20 minute sound check so you can shut the fuck up about it. If it sounds a little bit weird here and there. Um, I did test this shouting because as we know, I do raise my voice a lot and shout a lot. So when I was testing it, it sounded perfectly fine. And if it doesn't now, who cares? I'll fix on the next one. Enough. Go and fucking moan at someone else. Better yet, go look yourself in the mirror and shout to yourself. You need to give yourself a good talking to. <laughs> Without further ado, I want to get into one of my favorite segments on this show. One of your favorite segments on this show. One of the boomers' favorite segments on this show. It is questions from the internet. Da -da 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 -da. Question number one. What's your favorite fast food place? What is my favorite fast food place? Now, I'm not really a fast food person, to be quite honest. Um, I think it's for scumbags. Uh, fast food, to be honest. And uh, I used to like it when I was younger, but to be honest, the older I got, I was like, I just never felt good after I ate it, physically and mentally. I would be like mad at myself the fact that I had to let myself slip so low. But I would just feel like shit. Or I just feel like I got nothing out of it. So I just stopped, you know? And I feel like I had a couple of like, I had a couple of bad fast food meals and I was like, this is enough. What am I doing here? There was one before when I, and I was like, it was supposed to be fried chicken. And listen, I've eaten a lot of chicken in my life, fried and not fried. It was not chicken. It was blatantly a, a pigeon that they beat up at the back. And now they're trying to sell it to you as food. And listen, maybe you run out of chicken, but I mean, things like that. It just done it for me. Um, I would have to say McDonald's is my favorite fast food place. Not because of the food. The food is whatever. It's good maybe if you're drunk as fuck and you want to get something quick, maybe. But... McDonald's is my favorite fast food place because of the entertainment value. You can always lie. If you're out drinking on a Friday night, a Saturday night, and you go to a McDonald's late at night, maybe one in the morning, two in the morning, you can always rely on seeing the fist fight. Somewhere between the fries and the McFlurries, someone's getting smacked. And I really appreciate that about McDonald's. You can, there's never a shortage of a fist fight going on in there. If you see a crowd of about 10 people, rest the short. Someone's getting smacked. Someone's getting a Big Mac in the face. So for that alone, I would have to say McDonald's. Um, the last time I actually ate McDonald's, I would say maybe six months ago, uh, they, I was hanging out with this girl having a couple of drinks, laughing, having a good time. And uh, she wanted to get some food. Now me, I'm an asshole. I, I, I offered to cook, which I would. I'd rather cook than order takeaway. Uh, even if someone else wants to watch, I'll cook. What does what you need? I don't, I don't give a fuck. Whether I'm pissed up or not, I'll cook. You know. And she ordered the food. I think it was like I had like a burger and chips. And it showed up in like a big brown paper bag. And you could see like the grease was just sopped into the, this brown bag. And it just looked fucking, it just looked, oh, just like a homeless person's dream. 
Like it just looked like garbage, complete garbage. And I thought I'm not, I'm not eating it like that. I'm not an animal. I'm a classy gentleman now. So I went and got a plate and a fork and I put the fries in the Big Mac on the plate and ate it like a gentleman. And I put a little barbecue sauce on the side. What do you think I'm going to eat all these fucking sachets like these other people? No. That is a life lesson for you all out there, people. You, when they show up with the, with the brown bag with the food in it and there's chips everywhere and they give you these little piss-ass sauce sachets, you never accept that. Never. You add your own flavor to it. And you know what? It wasn't bad. I bet, now I, I know for a fact I would have enjoyed it less if I ate out the bag. She ate out the bag. I offered her a plate and a fork. I have cutlery. I'm a human being. There's actual cutlery here. But no, she chose to eat it out the bag. And do you know why I thought less of her? <laughs> you know, it's not a good look. It truly isn't. Now, we've all seen, like, when you've been out drunk, you know, out on the town, you know, you come out of a nightclub, you walk in the street, you're fucked up, you don't know what's going on. Maybe you're going to go score some cocaine. Maybe you're going to go and score a hooker. Who knows what you're up to? But whatever it is you're up to, you see people standing, leaning up against the wall, eating McDonald's out of a bag, and you think these people are animals. These people will never reach the heights of life because they behave like that. You know, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would have to say um, McDonald's would be the fast food restaurant, my favorite one, just based on entertainment. To be quite honest, I've never really been to the other ones. I was really, really young, but I can't really remember. Like, I've been to like Burger King and KFC once or twice. Um, and I've heard really good things about KFC, to be honest with you. I've heard it is really good food, but... I would beat myself up if I ate fast food mentally. I would just, I wouldn't let myself live it down. So I just, you know, it has to be steak, bassa, fish, blueberries. It has to be really good food for me to be able to move on my day. Because if I ate a fucking six piece of KFC chicken, you know, my whole week's ruined, you know? So I hope I answered that question for you. <laughs> question number two. What's the most important thing a person can do to improve themselves? Very interesting question. What is the most important thing a person could do to improve themselves? I would have to say ruin your life. Ruin your life. Stop the inspirational quotes and just be interesting. Fuck some shit up. Truly. Real change comes from real pain. Why don't you come up with that in the moment? How about that for an inspirational quote? You can have that for free. Post it all you want. Yeah, I truly think ruin your life is, a, is one of the most important things a person could do to ruin their, uh, to improve themselves by ruining themselves. Quit your job. Leave your family. Start doing cocaine. Develop an alcohol problem. Start shouting at strangers on the street. 
cause a scene in a supermarket. Start, bring the ruckus. <coughs> I almost died then, that cough come out of nowhere. I know that is not COVID. <coughs> Although I am thinking about getting the vaccine pretty soon, you know? Because I know they're gonna, I know with comedy and being able to leave this country, we're just going to have to take it. If you want to be a human being and live, we're going to have to do it. So I really am thinking about it. But at the, the question that's a hand, ruin yourself. That is where real change comes from. I didn't make drastic life, life changes because things were going well. And many people don't. Many people change their lives because they're at such a low point where it is all or nothing, do or die. You have nothing else to lose, but everything to gain. What is if you're walking around life like it's a damn TikTok video, there will be no improvements. Truly ruin your life. Gain 200 pounds. Eat McDonald's every single day of your life. Eventually, you'll want a salad. But some of you are going, oh, no, look, you'll... You eat McDonald's every day, you won't want a salad. Shut your mouth. If you think like that, you probably need the salad. Let's be honest, there's more fat people right now than there's ever been in the history of the world. This planet's going to explode and so are they. <laughs> oh, I know some people are not going to like that, but what can you do? It's all jokes, people. Lighten up. Go and read an inspirational quote. Lighten up. Um, so yeah, I would say the most interesting thing, uh, important thing, I did that out. The most important thing a person can do to improve themselves is to ruin themselves. Ruin your life. Uh, next question. Have you ever been on a blind date? Um, yeah, I've been on blind dates when I was younger. Many are blind dates. I've sat in many of cinemas feeling awkward because put it this way blind dates you know it's bad going in because they're hiding from you it's never ended well for me blind dates ever you know your friends set you up on this blind date and listen they're not your friends if they do that to you it's hilarious granted it really is but you know that's bad it's never worked out for me I've always been like, oh, what the fuck? And I've got to sit here for the next hour or so or plan my escape. And listen, I'm no Brad Pitt. I'm sure they felt exactly the same as me. Was thinking, why am I here with this lanky, big foreheaded, ranting prick in this cinema? I need to get the fuck out of here. Understandable. But just don't do it. Do not do blind dates. Don't, don't go on them. You know, maybe set someone up, you know, on one just for a laugh. If you, if you definitely know it's not going to end well, but who knows? Because I doubt anyone's ever gone on a blind date and I lived happily ever after. That's usually not how that story goes. That's not how the narrative plays out. You know, it's, 
you go on a blind date, you're both like, what the fuck? I need to get out of here. And you both move on with your life. You know, one of you ends up in jail or, you know, one of you ends up in a horrible job that you don't like and you both live miserable forever after. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I've been on blind dates. Not for a long, long time. 10 plus years. Maybe when I was like, I don't know, 13, 14 was probably the last time I went on a blind date. You know, so yes, I have been on blind dates. Uh, next question. Would you rather be handsome but stupid or intelligent but ugly? Would I rather be handsome but stupid or intelligent but a fucking uggo? Uh, I would trade everything I have right now to be handsome and stupid. 100%. Do you understand how far I could get if I was handsome and stupid? If I was just barely awake, an empty vessel, there's, there's nothing in there. And all I was was good looks. All I was was a good smile and a good jawline. Do you understand how rich I would be right now? The opportunities that would be coming my way. Instead of me being a smart ass prick with a big forehead and a questionable hairline. And yes, I have nice blue eyes, but what else have I got going for me? I have a fucking red beard, which makes no sense being a brunette, but you know, they say it's my Celtic genes, you know? So thank you for that ancestors, you fucks. Appreciate that. But uh, absolutely, I would take being handsome and stupid every day of the week. And I know it's, it's what's on the inside that matters. It isn't, it truly isn't. It matters after a while, but that's not what gets you in there. That's not what makes you wanna open the door and see what's inside. That's not what makes you want to open the book and read the pages. It's the cover that gets you interested. Am I wrong? Of course I'm not. I'm right along this podcast. You know? So, uh, yeah. I'd rather be handsome and stupid all day or day. Um, <clears throat> next question. What do you hate most in a person? What do I hate most in a person? Um, what do I hate most in a person? Probably when people just talk too much about absolutely nothing. And, you know, most of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths is just lies anyway. Um, you know, people are always trying to make themselves sound more interesting than they actually are. Um, and when people just try and like fill empty airspace they just try and fill it it's like if no one's talking they want to fucking fill it they want to just throw something in there you want to fill that space they can't just let it be and let it be empty they want to fill it with oh my wife's going through this or you know my neighbor said no one cares enough please you have to stop and people say look you're an asshole for calling out people who talk absolute waffle to you. I'm helping them. You're the ones enabling them by not saying anything and just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, and just taking it. You're the problem. 
It is you. I am stopping them in their tracks. Like, hold up, shut your mouth before you go any further. You know, so yeah, people who just talk too much about absolutely nothing, just talk complete nonsense. Just shut up. We don't need to know about your adventures cutting your grass yesterday. Or how much you got charged for your electric. No one, no, no one needs to know. Please, okay? Do we understand this? Okay. Uh, next question. What are some strange beliefs that some people have? Um, I say definitely a strange one is people thinking the queen is a lizard. Uh, that's quite a strange one. That, you know, the royal family are reptilian shapeshifters. It's an that's an interesting one. And listen, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in time, we'll find out that they actually are reptilian shapeshifters. And I will eat my words. I will come on this show and say, listen, I was wrong. They were shapeshifting after all. They weren't even human. But I don't believe that's the case. I believe that they are human. You know, kind of. There is some demonic members of that family. And the elites in general. This planet is run by literal demons. Very, very bad people. And that's not a strange belief. I remember years ago, there used to be like conspiracies about all that shit. And then you go, and you learn, oh my God. At the things that are going on in this world. From these very rich and powerful people. I understand that now, but when people come up to me and say, did you know the queen's a reptile? No, I didn't know that. How did you, you know, who, who, who told you that? You know? So that's definitely a strange one. Same as flat earth. Um, which to be honest, the queen being a reptilian shapeshift that is crazier, a crazier theory than flat earth. Both, both, I can't even talk. They're so crazy. They're both absolutely bonkers. Edit all that stuff out. Um, they're both ex absolutely crazy. But to say that, you know, the, the woman on our money wearing a crown is a reptilian shapeshifter, that's insane. Um, imagine the earth was flat. Let's just, and I know, just walk with me for a second. I don't believe the earth is flat, but let's imagine it was, and then it actually turned out that it was. What are we going to do about it? Can anyone explain that to me? What would we would do? Would we rise up against the government? We'd be like, you lied to us. Would you rise up? Would there be a revolution? Of course there wouldn't. You're too busy watching the masked singer. You got a Love Island to catch up on. You want to eat your McDonald's Big Mac with the gherkins inside like a fucking animal. You're not going to rise up. You're not going to overthrow the government. Sit down and shut your mouth. Pipe down. Uh, next question. <laughs> this is a very people-hating episode, and I, I appreciate these. These are, these are always some of my favorites, the people-hating episodes. I'll be honest. Uh, next question. 
What do you think about right before falling asleep? Ooh, what do I think about right before falling asleep? Uh, usually life is hell. Um, how did I end up in this literal hell? Um, I thought I made the right decision, changing my life around. And now here I am about to go to sleep, you know, literally questioning everything. Did I make the right choice? You know, even though I am very grateful to be in this position now and I've got things going for me, you know, comedian, podcaster, you know, broadcasting to you right now, doing my thing on the show. Um, I also think like, where the fuck am I going to be in five years? Will I be heavily invested in Charizard token? Will I have the Lamborghini that I speak about so often? Just kind of, where am I going to be? Well, are we even going to last five years? Number five. Is society just going to completely collapse again? Will we be in a worldwide pandemic? All these different questions. It's basically all the things that you really don't need to be thinking about before you go to sleep. That's all the stuff you think about. Literally just everything. Your life. Things that you haven't thought of in years. Memories just come back into your mind. Your mind just does overtime. So... Yeah, I would say the majority of the time before I go to sleep, I think life is hell. What's it going to look like in five? Are we going to, is it going to, what just, what's it going to be like? All these different questions. So yeah, I basically shit myself uh, to a point to where I fall asleep from it. I scare myself to sleep. Um, next question. Have you ever had a spending problem? Yeah, you could call it that. I had an issue with taking out loans to where I got myself into like like 12,000 pounds worth of debt. Just taking loans and loans and loans. I was like, Oprah, you get a loan, you get a loan. Just taking all of it. And I literally had nothing to show for it. I would just take a loan out and then, you know, buy some clothes, maybe. Go and get some nice food. And then get drunk, get absolutely shit-faced. Then I would spend all the money from that loan, get a new one. Because like, oh, yeah, well, I need to get a new one. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out this time. It's always this time I'll be better. Um, I got that one, then, you know, I meet a chick, and then I'm spending on both of us, nights out, doing this, doing that, having a good time. Then I've blown through that one. I've pissed that up against the wall. So I have to get a new loan. I'm like, oh yeah, this one, I'll figure it out. And that kept going on and on until I landed myself in 12 grand's worth of debt. And listen, I know there's a company out there or a sponsor who could help fix that problem for me. Let's be real here. You know, there is an arrangement in place with the, with the debt I accumulated. But make no mistake, let's pay it off in one hit. Why not? You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so yeah. It's more of like, like an impulsive buy-in. Like I get like juice from it. Like spending money. Like if I'm out, you know, maybe I'm going to get some new clothes. I'll get like fucking excited about it. And just like spend, spend, spend. And then I leave the shop and I, I've got like dry mouth from spending so much money. 
I literally get dry mouth from spending money. In all seriousness, I really do. I wonder what that is. I think it gives me like such an adrenaline rush that it just, it sends me through a loop. You know, I might spend so much money one day that I'll have a fucking stroke. Who knows? It's all, it's all stuff to look forward to in the future. Um, so yeah, I've definitely had a spending problem. Uh, next question. How do you feel about roller coasters? How do I feel about roller coasters? Um, I, I get mad when people like come off and be like, oh, you really need to go on this. You know, it's life changing. Roller coasters are not life changing. I've I've never been one for roller coasters. To be completely honest, I don't need to go on there with my arms up, go woo, and being scared and all that, and flipping upside down, and you know, I just I don't need that in my life. I've never really. I've got on the ones that like nothing happens to you. They barely they barely like you couldn't even call them a roller coaster. They just drive you around the track for a little bit. That's all I need. I don't need to be flying through the air at 100 miles an hour like a fucking idiot. I don't need that. But who knows? If this world gets worse, I might go straight to a theme park, strap myself to a roller coaster, and fucking wish for the best. Hopefully I'll fly out of it. And maybe land on Mars or something. Get out of this fucking planet. One can only wish. Um, I don't really know where I was going with that, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of roller coasters. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like camping. Uh, camping is the biggest one of them all. Like, I've never ever been camping, and nor and nor will I ever. Um, people have tried to sell me on camping for up the years. Like, oh, you love it. You're out in the woods. It's cold. You're in a tent. Sleep on sticks. A wild animal might rip through your tent. Why would I do that to myself? So I can fucking sit on a tree stump, roasting marshmallows, drinking beer. Doesn't sound that fun to me. I could do all that stuff in a hotel. Bring the tent in the hotel if you want. And we don't need to sleep outside anymore. We are fucking human beings. We have built houses. We have mattresses. We have air conditioning. We don't need to sleep on sticks anymore. Unless you're homeless, don't be sleeping in a tent outside. Okay, you've been warned. Uh, And the final question from the internet. How would you react if you found out you were the direct descendant of a king or a queen. Uh, I'd probably be like, knew it. Saw that coming. I knew I got my talent from somewhere. Think of none of these peasants, this shit stock that I came from. For sure, there's a king or a queen somewhere down the line. It all makes sense now. And I would be, I would be seriously looking into why I'm inheriting as a descendant of a king or a queen, you know, do I get a bit of an estate? Do I get a part of a castle? Do I get my own throne? Which, by the way, if anyone makes thrones out there, can you please make me a throne? I want a Luke Hartman show belt, and I want a throne, please. 
on my own cryptocurrency called coin. Let's make this happen. I won't get this all by myself. I need winners surrounding me to help me get this stuff. That's all I want. A throne, a podcast belt, a Lukaku Show belt, championship belt, a court coin, crypto, and a fucking Lambo. Is that too much to ask here? You know? So yeah, if I, if I found out I was a direct descendant of a king or a queen, um, I guess it depends where those kings or queens came from. Like, if it was like my home country of Wales, I would become a right prick. I'd be like, right, let's get a flag with my face on it immediately. Let's, you know, put it up all around this city and this country. Let people know that the prince has arrived, that Prince Luke, Prince Duke, King Lamborghini Luke has arrived. And I would let the people know. It's all I would talk about, to be completely honest. I'm a fucking prince. Do you know who I am? Off with his head. <laughs> just being a dick. You know, having people carry me around on the throne. Oh, just, you know, how fun would that be? A part of us all really wants that, to be completely honest. I'm getting choked up. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's making me emotional. Just to think about all that power as a king. And as a prince, being carried around by people. Everyone's saying yes to me because they're too scared. that I'll be like, off with his head. I can make demands. I'll have gold. Just completely killing it. Do you know what? If I found out I was the direct descendant of king or queen, it would truly make my day. Um, and that was questions from the internet. Oh, what else we got to talk about here? Some fight talk. Let's get into some fight talk. Um, this past weekend, it was the highly anticipated main event boxing match, celebrity boxing match between Jake Paul and Ben Askren. And... Going into this fight, I really wanted Jake to win. Uh, you know, if you listen to the show, you know I root for the guy. Him and his brother Logan, uh, they're actually good people. Um, and I, I want this to continue. I like the idea of celebrity boxing. Uh, celebrities fighting celebrities. Uh, when you start getting into like real professional boxers and professional fighters fighting the celebrities, then you start to get a bit dicey. Um, I wanted Jake to win. And I like Ben Askren. His Afro bothers me, but, you know, Ben Askren is a phenomenal wrestler, Olympic wrestler, you know. He's had a long career in MMA for multiple organizations. One championship, Bellator, UFC. You know, he's been a world champion. He's way more experienced as a competitor than Jake. You know, this was Jake's third fight, I think. And Jake TKO'd him in the first round. And you have no idea how happy that made me. And people are saying, oh, it's fixed. Which, you could see that coming. No matter what happened, there was going to be something. If Ben won, I'd be like, oh, see, Jake's not a real fighter. You know, 
Jake TKO'd the guy in the first two minutes. Like, oh, this fake. Askren took a dive. People throw these accusations. Oh, he took a dive. He did it with Conor McGregor and Donald Cowboy Stromley as well. Oh, Cowboy took a dive. The amount of disrespect to say that Cowboy took a dive or Ben Askren took a dive. You don't know what you're talking about. You can very clearly see that Jake set him up with that left jab, hit him with that right, and Askren flew head first into the canvas. That is not staged. That is not acting. He dropped him. And Askin got back up on wobbly legs. And the ref decided to stop the fight. And listen, Ben could have continued. He absolutely could have continued. And it was probably just a matter of time before ben, uh, Jake got him again and dropped him and completely finished him. But why? Why let him continue? Why not save his brain? at the end of his career. Why not save his brain? And you know, he made so much money from this fight. Jake is saying he made 75 mil. You know, I think it was like 700 grand just to show up. And you include all the pay-per-view buys with boxing. Apparently Jake made 75 mil for two minutes of work in a boxing ring. And listen, I know that he hasn't fought a professional boxer yeah, these fighting celebrities and people from different sports who don't specialize in boxing. I know. I know. And listen, if you fought a fucking, name someone, Terence Crawford, anyone, any boxer, high-level boxer, professional boxer, yes, they're probably going to beat Jake. But why would you want that? Ask yourself that question. Why would you want Jake to get beat? Just so you can be like, Ah, it was good to see him get fucked up. He doesn't deserve to be there. And listen, he does deserve to be there because he can put himself in that position in life. You can't. And you're fucking mad at him about it. Trust me, I defend Logan and Jake. And people cannot like me for it. They give me shit. But quite honestly, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I'm on their side, not yours. You know? Uh, like, listen, if you're looking at this as a business, and you're Jake Paul's manager, you want to keep Jake winning as much as you can. You want to keep Jake winning, and hopefully eventually, I know he wants to fight Conor McGregor. That's what Jake wants. I think that's his plan. I don't think Conor would take the fight, to be completely honest. You know, Conor's a professional. He's doing his thing. Um, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Conor would take that fight. But let's say he doesn't. You want to... You want to keep Jake winning as long as you can. And you don't want to just throw him in there with a killer. You want to build him up to fight in the professional boxer. Now, you know, next they're talking about possibly Dylan Dennis, who was supposed to be, you know, the first pick uh, for this fight. Instead of Ben Askren and Dylan had sur uh, surgery, I believe, on like his knees or something. Uh, so Ben Askren stepped in. So you could have Dylan Dallas next, who makes more sense. You know, Dylan is a, you know, high, high-level Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu player. High-level. Uh, I think he's had two MMA fights. Doesn't have the greatest striking. It would make sense for Jake to fight him next. Or another name that's being thrown around out there is Tommy Fury. Uh, Tyson Fury's younger brother. Now, I've never seen Tommy Fury fight, but he's a Fury. And I'd imagine that... If Tommy and Jake fought, 
Tommy would be training with Tyson Fury and they would develop a game plan to get Jake out of there. Um, but who knows how that fight would go. The thing is, right, we don't know how good Jake is and we don't know how bad he is. We really don't. We haven't seen... Like, we didn't get to see enough of him this past weekend. We didn't. We saw him for two minutes. You know, we took an overhand right from Ben. You know, when the fight just didn't last long, he caught him. And, you know, for Jake to knock him down like that, to TKO him, says a lot about Jake and his power. It honestly does. So I'm very interested to see what the future is for these celebrity fights. Now, the production that's done by Triller is shit. The commentating, the fucking concerts they play before it, the production is just absolute shit. It really is, and we need to work on that. Uh, if you fix that, you have a great product. You know? They give some good opportunities to fighters on the end of the card uh, to fight and be on the card and earn some extra money. Uh, I really enjoy these celebrity fights. And God damn it, if I became a celebrity, I'd be fucking fighting in one. Make no mistake! You know, so... I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see what's next for Jake. You know, it's shit for Ben. You know, he even said it's really embarrassing. You know, he's had arguably two of the most embarrassing knockouts in the history of combat sports. Uh, you know, but he's a great human being. Ben Askren is a truly great human being. And, you know, people are going to pile on. You know, the internet don't waste any time. You know, social media gets it fucking popping. So they're already making memes and going at him. But he's a great guy. Ben Askren, he truly is. So, I don't know. I wish well to both men. And, you know, I just want this trolling Jake Paul, Logan Paul celebrity fight thing to keep going on. It's entertaining as fuck. I was more interested in Jake Paul versus Ben Askren this weekend than Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum in the UFC. And that is an important fight for the middleweight division. And I was more excited for Jake Paul, Ben Askren. That says a lot. And I'm a huge MMA fan. And UFC fan. I watch it religiously. And I was more excited. They're doing something right. You know, so who knows what's going to happen. I would love to be in a celebrity fight. I I just truly would. Who would I fucking fight against? I think I might have answered this question, like a question from the internet maybe before, but I don't know. I'll have to think on that. Maybe come back to it on another episode. And I've probably given that answer before. It happens sometimes. I lose my train of thought. What time are we at? We're an hour. 60 minutes, bitch. Uh, this was a fun episode. It was good to come back here and use my new microphone. You know, it seems like an actual professional broadcast now instead of just like talking into a little thing. I rest on my table like an absolute asshole. So I hope the sound quality was good for this episode. I really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, share the podcast with a friend, you know, like, comment, share, you know, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it, tell your enemies about it. So spread the word. That's how podcasts get out there, word of mouth and stuff like that. So show your support, do all the things you got to do. And I'll be back with you all next week for another episode of the Luke Cartman Show. This is the Luke Cartman Show. I'm Luke Cartman. Peace. <laughs>